0: I'm going to say it right now. 2019 is the best and most loaded year for movies that we've seen in a while. Apple streaming service will be in full-fledged this year. And see what JJ Abrams has to say about Carrie Fisher's inclusion in Star Wars episode 9. All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in.
1: Uh, paper, scissors,
0: scissors, scissors, spot. are a sad, strange little man.
1: Throw the freaking
0: hump, imposter! that? Do you even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. mess me ask, oh. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. <laughs> And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 26. Sitting here with my amazing co-host, Trash Panda. This is Deadpool. This is our first sort of official episode of 2019, as we did an ABCs of 2018. Um, Although we recorded that in 2019, this is our first official 2019 full podcast.
1: That's sad. Why is that sad? Because
0: it's like already over a week into 2019 we were working on things though see uh, here at the geek underground we've been putting all of our time all of our money all of our free resources which really don't amount to much but we've been investing them in time travel all of our spare money has gone to that all our spare time everything we have we've been putting together and built the world's first time machine Okay. 1.21 gigawatts. We have one. A true story. Uh, but now we've stepped into 2019. Now that we're here, we want to jump ahead to the end of the year and pull the top headlines from our year to come. And with that being said, on. Oh. Let, let, let's step out really quick so we can go on the time machine. Okay, and we're back. Um, that was a good week-long trip, wasn't it? Yeah, I was looking at all kinds of different things. What were the amazing, the amazing things the future will bring in twenty nineteen? I can't
1: believe you bought me the Manillion Falcon for Christmas, Sean. You are so amazing. I'm
0: looking forward to it. Jeez. Oh, and do you guys want to know the the end of Endgame? We can spoil it right now.
1: Ooh, and how Game of Thrones ends. That's we right. Know. All right,
0: but we have headlines of the future. We should do that in tandem. So one, two, three. Headlines, headlines of the, the future. future. Number one, this one is a pretty pretty straightforward one. Avengers Endgame becomes highest grossing movie of all time in just their first week in theaters. That's right, Avengers Endgame surpasses $1 billion on their opening weekend, topping the $640 million recorded by Infinity War and topping Avatar's $2.7 billion record by the end of their second Sunday in the box office. Good wow. job, Avengers. I know, I, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> and, and, and now I do, now I know. <laughs> okay, my headline for the future, my first
1: one. Uh, so, President Trump is impeached by the Democrats, and Chris Pratt wins the presidential election.
0: (laughs) In a move nobody saw coming, the Democrats continue to try to impeach President Trump. And because of that, there's world peace, because nobody wants to mess with Star-Lord. I know, and Chris Pratt, he's like the youth pastor of America. He is. He's amazing. I I, I don't know how I, I I guess he'd be okay. I'm not sure well, I'm looking forward to he that. It is
1: is okay because well, it not, was a not, headline. But we're not
0: there yet, though. That hasn't happened yet. And I'm wondering what's going to happen when that happens. I mean, we I we're there for a little amazing. bit. It's going to be amazing. All right. Um, the, the next headline that really stuck out to me when I was there in the future at the end mm-hmm. of 2019 was uh, I saw this headline that said, Doctors perform world's first llama to human face transplant. Fortnite superstar Ninja undergoes the knife to fully embrace the game that garnered him his fortune and millions of fans worldwide, Um, but but this led to numerous other firsts in the world of cosmetic surgery as other gamers attempted to grab some of the spotlight, and we soon saw surgically enhanced Yoshi, Pikachu, Diamond, Steve, and more popping up on Instagram and Twitch by these gamers that are just trying to get their moment in the spotlight, but yeah... uh, what a world the future will be. Aren't you Lana looking forward to that? the Llama
1: had to give up his face for that. Llama the donut. Llama?
0: Yeah, what? what? You know, <laughs> it's for Fortnite. It's worth it. I mean, come on.
1: Now, this was the headline that made me happiest. Okay. Okay? James Gunn. He successfully sued Disney for defamation of character... Bought the company and then directed Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> and there is world peace because nobody wants to mess with the director Wow, that
0: directs Star-Lord. I must have missed that one, but that really makes my next headline make more sense. Okay. Um, because the, the one that I saw, that again, this is probably the biggest one that jumped out at me mm-hmm. when, when I was, of course, in December of 2019. Um, looking back on the year, I saw that Disney buys DC to add to Marvel and creates the MDCU. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no longer do we have to wonder who would win in a battle between the X Men and Batman, or is Superman truly the strongest superhero ever? Spoiler: He's not. You know I can think of half no, a dozen mutants right what now. What
1: happened was kick his little The Marvel the superheroes just went no. And like just kicked them all in the butts And they all died So Marvel just went yay
0: Yeah but imagine if James Gunn now Now James Gunn has access to every single superhero Essentially ever In the MDCU Isn't that exciting?
1: great power comes great responsibility You
0: thought you had superhero fatigue now We're going to be spitting out a new superhero movie every two weeks Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness Yeah (laughs) I think this bit's going downhill Um, (laughs) That's the best one ever That is the best one ever Uh, You gotta echo me on this And that is our Headlines Headlines of the future (laughs) That was horrible
1: What? I love the fact that James Gunn Sued Disney for defamation of character I love that
0: as well Um, It was a landmark case as well I'm sure it was a landslide mark case Um, All right, kidding aside Terrible We need to cut that bit out I don't know if that's going to work We're going to cut that bit put it on the floor the cutting room um but kidding aside we actually bought a new video game today played it with our kids um and i warn you if you want to maintain a happy marriage if you want to have your kids continue to like you in some fashion do not play this game um Man, that game can get tense at times. Uh, it's the new Super Mario Deluxe U for the no, S- or Super, Super Mario, Mario D-
1: Brothers U Deluxe.
0: There we go. Um, it was kind of made for the, 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 Mar- uh, the Wii U, right? Isn't that where it started? And then yes. it kind of added a bit more to it. Uh, it. Well, seeing this, we called Super Mario Brothers Wii our slow
1: divorce because every time we played it, we basically end up killing each other in an attempt to get through the levels on and get accident, all the stuff
0: mostly and so mostly we end up accident.
1: arguing because he's killed me or i've killed him accidentally pushed him off the edge because he was annoying me But...
0: It's still one of the most fun games. Super Mario Brothers... Oh, yeah. We love it. And then there's this one that we deluxe. It's probably
1: the only reason we ever even in jest argue is the fact that we play this stupid (laughs) game. (laughs) But when you add an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old in... Oh, my gosh. One of is determined to be first in absolutely everything and keeps stealing every single mushroom and every single fire flower and ice flower and anything else he can get his hands on. No. It makes and it a little then rough. you've got, what was it, Wabbit?
0: Nabbit. Nabbit. Yeah, no. okay, for, for the, the, there's one character, Nabbit, that they added that I both love and hate. Yes. The reason why I love it is because you can give it to your eight-year-old, And then he won't get, it doesn't get killed by anything. Nothing hurts him. The only way he can die is if he falls off a cliff to his death, in which case he can just still bubble anyways. And then he doesn't get any of the power-ups so the flower doesn't give him uh, either ice or fire. He doesn't get big. He doesn't get the the, the acorn to become a raccoon. None of that helps him. All it does though is at the end of the level, he gets extra lives.
1: Oh, only if he's taken, like for every mushroom or power-up that he's He's collected, he gets an extra life. Which means that anybody who's playing this character wants to steal as many as they can so they can get unlimited lives. Yeah, but they're
0: invincible anyways.
1: The one that Kalea was playing, which is the Toadette Peach. There's Toadette. Um, that's classed as the easy character because it's got so many different levels to it. Whereas the Nabbit is the very easy they character. They call it
0: like Baby's First Mario essentially is what that should be. And there still is the, the Yellow Toad as well as Mario and Luigi. Yes. Okay, so, so you do have it all, but still then somebody is still stuck with Toadette, which is kind of the easy character where they, they kind of nerf her a little bit and what, what kind of hurts yeah. her and what she can and can't do. So so from that aspect, it's a little eh, but, but mostly it's still a great game. It's Can we just really explain
1: nerfing? Because I don't know if everybody understands what the word nerfing means. Anybody
0: that plays video games understands what nerfing is. Yes, and but not is. everybody
1: who listens to this plays video games. Okay, well,
0: when you nerf something, it's essentially... If, if you're, let's like, say, in a first-person shooter game and you have a great gun, if they think it's too powerful for the game, they nerf it, which means they take its uh, abilities, make them less, make its impact less. It doesn't damage as much. So when you nerf something, you're kind of making it less or babying it a little bit to where it's it's uh depending on what you're applying I thought it, it to. was
1: making it like when they nerf it it means it's going like it's just completely crushing everything
0: no that's when you buff it like you oh. buff it up so you buff something and and, and that that's the video game term for p- powering up a weapon making it so better.
1: there you go people if you didn't know nerfing means making it worse buffing means making it better yes in layman's terms for those people who don't play video games.
0: For those people that don't play video games. And
1: apparently, because I do play video games, and I've been thinking is half the battle. completely wrong all this time. So you know what? <laughs> I didn't even know. So there you go. Probably we need to make sure people know the terminology. Like I said,
0: and knowing is half the battle. Yeah. And I can't believe that 2018 is already over. I mean, it goes, I think the older you get, the faster it goes, because to me, it seemed like we were just in the summer, and then I'm smacked in the face with Christmas and then New Year's and 2019. Mm. Uh, But but I do like looking at this coming year, though, looking at what is ahead for us in 2019, to me, the ultimate time to be a geek and be alive, because at no point in history have geeks and nerds been catered to like they are now. I'm looking at the movie slate. I'm looking at the the TV show slate, comics, video games. What is being pushed out there? The Comic-Cons that are just gaining more and more popularity around the world. It's a beautiful time. Now, before, I think what we're going to do is we're going to have our top five movies and TV shows that we're looking forward to of 2019. But there's still things have still happened in these past few weeks. Uh, and I wanted to touch on some of those things, the things that really, that, that really stand out to us, that, that we love, that are just jumping off the pages. So, so uh, Trash Panda, why don't you go ahead and start uh, and, and kind of hit some of those things where I've really just jumped out for you.
1: Okay, starting with the movies. Um, this one's been a long time coming, but there is finally news. Craig Brewer has been selected to direct... Coming to America, too. What? Yes.
0: Is Eddie Murphy going to be starring in that? He is indeed. Okay. I, I, I don't know. So, He's taking
1: a downhill slide, yeah. though, in the last little um, bit. So, uh, Kenya Barris, who's the creator of Blackish, is currently rewriting a screenplay done by the writers of the first movie. This could be
0: amazing. Um,
1: it's Akeem's going to learn about a long lost son and must return to America to meet his unlikely heir to the throne of Zamunda. The studio are also hoping to bring back much of the original cast who are coming to America, including Arsenio Hall, Shara Headley, John Amos, and James L Jones.
0: <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. So it should be. Absolutely fantastic. Really
1: funny. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, one I'm not so much looking forward to, Margot Robbie. She does a lot of things right. Okay. But now she's taking on a role, which I really don't think needs to be done at all. She is going to be. She's just been confirmed for the role of Barbie,
0: like the doll. Yep, like a Barbie doll. Yep, like the plastic doll you open in a box and girls play with. Barbie doll. Yeah. What, what, what are you going to make a like a real life live action Barbie movie?
1: Yeah. So, I've seen some of the Robbie, cartoons. Is it going to follow? Oh, no, those I don't anything? know. I really don't. Robbie is really excited. I have She's... a daughter,
0: people. I have a daughter. That's why I've seen the cartoons, okay? Before you make yeah. judgments. Well, anyway,
1: right. so Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Robbie is. um producing as well uh, and she said that playing with barbie promotes confidence curiosity and communication throughout a child's journey to self-discovery it does not over pro- the brand's almost 60 confidence. years barbie has empowered kids to imagine themselves in aspirational roles from a princess to a president but what about that really creepy pregnant one
0: huh I some creepy ones yeah you're oh right oh
1: my gosh no, there's no details about what direction they're taking in. Warner Brothers has uh, picked it up. Um, Amy Schumer was supposed to be playing her, but she dropped out to scheduling conflicts. Um, Robbie's just about to start work on Birds of Prey, which she's going to be doing Harley Quinn for. And then after that, they're working on Barbies. So we are looking for a Barbie movie. Are you
0: kidding me? is going I- to be terrible. I mean, it has been scientifically proven that that dolls like this are what give girls such like self-conscious images of themselves and oh yeah, bad I mean, this self-worth, is, self-image. It's it horrible. So I don't see how Margot Robbie is saying that the Barbie has been a good thing. Now there are good things that have come from Barbie. I mean, just there's been lots of causes and things they poured themselves into. Um, but but as as a whole, though. I if really you haven't seen that's... the
1: toys that made us watch the Barbie episode, because you'll see the roots of where Barbie came from. And that will just tell you everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Uh, my last movie, well, that's not, not my fan. last movie news. Uh, Top Gun Two Maverick
0: <laughs>
1: actually has a date. It's going to be the 26th of June next year. Val Kilmer, Ed Harris and Jennifer Connelly, who's going to be taking the role from Kelly McGuinness. Okay. Is all set to to feel the need for speed. Uh, Val Kilmer actually is brilliant because he's just won his battle against throat cancer. Oh, wow. He's not looking great at the moment, but they're hoping he's going to be well enough to be able to film. But he's really excited about taking on his role as Iceman again. Nice. Um, Mav is going to be the instructor of the Classroom of Overinflated Egos, ready to karaoke and sleep their way through the local bars. So
0: are they taking on the Viper and the Jester role, then? Is that like uh, Maverick and Iceman and what they're stepping into?
1: But the issue they're coming up against this time isn't you know the russians
0: and cold war and all it's that it's
1: gonna be drones
0: oh so are, are the pilots they're training drone pilots
1: no but it's against the fact that they think that top gun doesn't need to be there anymore because drones are oh the next so
0: that they're fighting against the whole technology in the future versus the old school and the way things have always been done exactly all right boo I'll still go. I, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but I'll still go see that one.
1: I'll do it for Ed, Val Kilmer myself. And Sorry. Ed Harris. I love Ed Harris. Yeah, Ed Harris is cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. uh, that's. Uh, other than that, uh, just really quickly, Jumanji has got its sequel, and December 13th of this year yeah. is the release date, which is super exciting. But Christmas is going to be crazy because you've got Frozen 2 on this 22nd of November. Come on, let's just let it go. Just let it go out to pasture. I can't listen to that noise anymore. Um, it was a good movie when it first came of out, December though. is Jumanji 2. The 20th of December, we've got Cats, which looks like it's going to be amazing. And then the 26th is Sonic the Hedgehog, which is going to be made by the same people who just can't seem to let... Fast and the Furious go because they just keep making more and more sequels. There's nothing wrong with that. Leave leave Paul Walker and Vin Diesel alone. There's everything wrong with that. I love Vin Diesel. Then leave him alone. But no. Leave him alone. You know, go back to Groot. Groot's better. No. Pitch Black was an amazing movie. His role as uh, Riddick is an amazing movie. Go back to that because we like that. We don't want that.
0: It's just the way it is. Um, so, apparently. And Star Wars. Lots of people did because it's like the sixth highest grossing movie. <laughs> that the, the most recent one, number seven, was like the sixth highest grossing movie ever.
1: That's all my movie news. So if you want to do TV stuff or if you want to do your movie news.
0: Well, see, I just had I had three things I was excited about before. Then I jumped into our, our top five movies okay. and TV shows we're looking forward to. So if you want to finish out what you've been excited oh, about in these last few weeks. TV
1: series, uh, Scarlet Witch and the Vision TV series oh. is coming up.
0: I didn't have that one in my stuff. But we now know that both Vision
1: and Scarlet Witch are going to be surviving at the end of Endgame. We don't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. This could be an alternate universe. No, it
1: hasn't. It has actually been said. Actually been said. Yes. Okay. That they survive. But I'm thinking it's going to be like Bewitched.
0: Why is it going to be like Bewitched?
1: Think about it. Scarlet Witch and Vision is like, just like, what's his
0: name from Bewitched? Can they make babies? I don't know!
1: <laughs> and then it'll be Grandpa because Magneto. Because wasn't there a
0: little wasn't there a little magic baby in, in Bewitched? Yeah. That like wiggled their nose and they did stuff. Yeah. Kind of like Jack, Jack 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 Yeah. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> and then Grandpa Magneto's gonna come along.
0: Grandpa Magneto. Yeah. Oh, you just move on. He's gonna be so exciting. <laughs> I'm just excited to see Hiddleston and, and uh, Olsen kind of reprising their roles on the small screen and actually putting a oh, series yeah. out. Uh, I always love getting just more stuff, especially since it's not the whole world-ending type feel. You, you like that ground-level type hero sometimes. And you, and not mm-hmm. not that Vision is ground-level by any means because he is cosmic power, but just bringing it down to that level is, is sometimes nice.
1: And lastly, Star Wars Resistance Season 2 has got the okay
0: for Autumn. Star Wars Resistance? Yes, the new animated series. Oh yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't even watch the first series.
1: We haven't gotten to just yet, but it, the second season's okay. on the way. We haven't even finished Rebels yet. We got like halfway through and then somehow got sidetracked. Life happened. We didn't get to see the rest.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll uh, get on
1: that one. Yeah. Okay. So i I'm, um, um, yeah, I'm up to my top things.
0: Okay, so some of the stuff though that I saw this last week, uh, one was with Star Wars Episode Nine um apparently there's plenty of princess leia footage that will be used in the episode according to carrie fisher's brother todd uh he said the footage was substantial and looked like it was shot yesterday he goes on to say that there's lots of minutes of footage and it's not simply reshoots or outtakes but new content that could be very easily woven into the storyline and this is amazing to me because i didn't realize there was that much footage left out there of her Mm. I'm not sure sure if you did, but, but apparently even the, even then Abrams and other people have said like, look, we have a substantial amount here we are going to use. Uh, and even Abrams came out before and said, look, finding a truly satisfying way to end this uh, Skywalker saga without her has eluded us. So he's come out and said like, look, there's no way to do this. We are going to make sure she's in this and actually honored in a very real, a positive way w- with apparently a good amount of plot. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, so, so I'm just excited to see Carrie Fisher uh, being honored that way and actually making it through where I think a lot of us thought she was going to be uh, getting killed off in episode eight after she passed away and they still managed to finish that one and we'll find a way to get her through and finish the the Skywalker saga with her. And and I think Abrams is right. You, you can't finish that really without having, having her be a part of it, which still, it's kind of hard to even finish it without Han Solo. That, that, that is kind of tough to have him him, uh, the the way he he was done, but um,
1: oh, it's okay. Just give Harrison Ford a nice big bag of money, and he'll come back. That's true.
0: M- maybe, <laughs> m- maybe it'll be revealed that he actually did learn the ways of the Force, uh, and kept it a secret that he did have some, you know, forcey nature to himself, and then he's gonna come back as a, as a uh, as a as a ghost projection, force projection. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't
1: want to go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, second though We've been playing Smash Brothers right Super Smash Brothers Ultimate You've been playing Super Smash Brothers You've awesome. played as well No I bit. haven't You haven't played any None Okay well, well I me, refuse Me and the kids Have been playing Smash Brothers Good Ultimate for you. Uh And somebody Just leaked The DLC characters That are coming The last four DLC characters which is rather exciting. Now, it comes from a very reliable source that has leaked other stuff regarding Nintendo and been correct. Uh, and if those rumors are to be true, again, just rumors, but still after some data mining, very probable rumors. Uh, we will see uh, Erdrick from Dragon Quest series. We'll see Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden, which is kind of surprising. Didn't expect to see a Ninja Gaiden character. Um, Steve from Minecraft will be character. And lastly, we will get Doom Guy. Also known as the Marine from the Doom series. It's going to be the last four that are going to drop. Doom! <laughs> Again, just rumors, but from a very reliable rumored source. No. Out of all the characters they could pick, Doom guy. They, they were random, so you've got... Dragon Quest series, which I can kind of see. Ninja Gaiden, I didn't expect to see a character from that. Minecraft and Doom. Let's just do a
1: Pong Paddle while we're at it. That would have
0: been amazing. Isn't that kind of what Super Mr. Game and Play is? That weird... Mr. Game and Watch? Or Game and Watch. No. He's actually a person. Kind of, but he's from the way old school Game Boy from back in the day. I want a Pong Paddle. Get rid of the Doom guy and give me a a Pong pong Paddle. paddle. (laughs) Just smack people around the head. Oh, and and lastly, Star Trek 4 is potentially canceled. Oh, I read it was canceled. It's still kind of potentially. There's been no from Alex Kurtzman, who's kind of producing everything Star Trek these days. Uh, it hasn't been made official yet, but when the director they had for it just stepped over to, uh, HBO's new game of Thrones prequels, that kind of was a sort of nail in the coffin because it's, it's had some issues for a while now. Apparently the producers even approached, uh, Pine and Hemsworth asked them to take pay cuts, which is never a good sign for a movie anyways. Uh, they both declined, which I think it, it, it's well within the right. They've been it, they're in their contract. It says they will make this much. They should make that much. Um, and so I think they had some concerns about the movie already. There, there's been uh, writers have kind of come and gone. I think he's not even the first director that's come and gone. So so there's just been a lot of unrest around this movie. But just the fact that Hemsworth was coming back made me really excited for it.
1: Yeah, it, but Hem, you know, Abrams has said
0: bye bye. I've got Star Wars now. So well, he wasn't set to to to, to direct all of them yeah, but anyways. why... The
1: reason- Was that Star Trek made it, and it was it was good again? Was because of Abrams? Yeah, he picked an amazing cast, and it worked. The second one was good. The third one,
0: yeah, it was Eh. it was okay. It it wasn't it wasn't Eh. high, but but again, just just knowing they're gonna bring a time travel element back into it again, and bringing Hemsworth in, and, and just seeing how Hemsworth has really expanded himself on his comedic side of things, and. Again, I didn't realize until Thor Ragnarok how funny Hemsworth could be. Mm. And seeing that movie and seeing the way he's expanded himself just, just as an actor uh, made me really excited to see him in something like a Star Trek, knowing that it's not necessarily a comedy, but you do need to have an elements of comedy in Star Trek to make it work. And, and so I was really excited to see what they could do with that. and so. Th- Thinking now that it could be cancelled Is a little tough to swallow I'm like uh, It would have been good to see And I love the whole cat. You're right That cast is amazing And seeing them all together uh, On the screen together Is so much no fun No more Quinto I know Zachary Quinto Zachary I not used and, enough I mean, And I know Simon Pegg
1: Simon Pegg's and everything still Carl Urban Carl Urban's and everything still Um Carl <laughs> <laughs> No, it's. It, I know he was in Hotel Artemis, but Zachary Quinto's not used enough. I'm sorry, he's an amazing actor and he needs to be used more.
0: Yeah. I know, but those were kind of the, the main things I had from this last week because we had just so much that we're looking forward to as well. We got to keep things tight and concise, even though we're never really tight and concise on the show. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to start with, with movies I'm looking forward to of 2019. And I said, pick a top five. And that, that was kind of the parameters I set for myself and for Trash Panda. And I said, let's try to pick a top five. And I did. With a caveat of there's another 12 to 15 that I, that I have to still watch in the theaters. I have never seen a year like this where I, I literally I can't, can't cut it down to less than a dozen that I want to see in theaters. Usually I can say, okay, that is a must and that's a must, but I could do without those. That could be a DVD or I could wait till it's out digitally and stream it. But, but I'm like, there's a dozen movies that I have to see in the theaters. And if I have to cut it down to a five, I cut it down to Captain Marvel. Shazam, Star Wars Episode Nine, Spider Man, and Avengers endgame because th- those are absolute must, like the absolute must. But do you understand what I'm leaving out when I make that that my top five? and We've already talked about some of it: Toy Story Four, Lion King, Detective Pikachu, Glass, alita Battle Angel. I have to see in the theaters: How to Train Your Dragon, Lego Movie Two, Hellboy, John Wick, Godzilla, X Men: Dark Phoenix, Men in Black Three, another Hemsworth like awesomeness that's coming, uh, the New Mutants, Land Two you gotta love yourself some jesse eisenberg and uh woody harrelson i liked it, it still wasn't as good as Shaun of the dead i know Ter- there's a new terminator there's another kingsman 3 you mentioned sonic the hedgehog and jumanji 2 and then masters of the universe he-man is going to be cool again there's a masters of the U- have you not seen that no in december you said how cool december was masters of the universe it wasn't on my list In but on you need RBB. to look at different lists There is a Masters of the Universe coming out in December of 2019. So again, um, when you try to say, hey, I got a top five. No, there is like a top 20 of this year. I mean, it's even more than that. When you look at all of what's coming out, 2019 is one of the most epic movie years I have seen in a long time. In a really long time. Great time to be a geek Mm. and be alive. So
1: mine is more of a top eight, and I didn't limit it to movies because there are so many movies. So I just went for one's. Captain Marvel being one okay. and Star Wars nine and Avengers Endgame.
0: game. So you have those that are um, must. like, it's so hard then to go like, what else do we add to this? List okay. To keep so, up?
1: but I added some TV shows as well, um, uh, because I'm super excited about Stranger things three Absolutely. coming out on July 4th. Oh, yeah. Super excited about that. Um, also star Trek discovery season two. Super excited about that! See,
0: now you're getting into my top five TV shows I'm looking forward to of 2019. Okay,
1: um, I'm also really looking forward
0: to Ian McKellen's 80 tour. Oh, well, it's, that's not a TV show or a movie, but it is a, <laughs> and a stage production. And it's nerdy, it's awesome, Ian and we're McCullen going to see it in June. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We don't to rub
0: me. it into people. I'm oh, sorry, but, but that is the one thing as an American coming over to the UK. Uh, See, what, what you don't get in America is it's so spread out, you know, actors are, are, are typically they're not doing theater like they are over here. And because this country is so small, when one of the major actors over here goes into theater, you have every chance to go see them because you can usually get to wherever the, the productions are in a matter of an hour or two. And so when you see then someone like Ian McClellan on stage and, and he's playing in London, he's playing in Leicester and Cambridge and all these places that are nearby. It just makes it awesome for me to realize we can get like that close to these people and see them on theater. David Tennant does it. Patrick Stewart does it. So many of these other actors, that Benedict Cumberbatch does it. Um, and they'll take time out to go do theater because that's what they were raised in and they love it. And you don't see that in America as much. You don't see the classically theater-trained Shakespearean actors no. so much in America. Now, you will have those that come up in production companies, uh, but they end up being more stand-up comics and in comedy-type things as opposed to really enjoying the Broadway's and the things like that, whereas I, I think it's coming up more and more now, but really over here, it's so ingrained in the West life of actors. Oh, it's just it's Yeah, it's so ingrained in the, in the life of an actor over here. If you want to be an actor, you grow up in the theater. I mean, it, it's just that simple. Yeah,
1: you're part of Rodder and the... Um well, Shakespeare Company. Yeah,
0: but but again, that that's amazing because then you you have this extra level of access in this country that it seems like you don't quite have in America. Yes, we have the comic cons; you can go see them there. But but here you can go see them doing their thing on stage and in person, which which is really really, really cool. I really, as an American, mm. uh, it's just a, a neat aspect to being here. All right, so so is that your your excitement? yeah in the 2019 okay so i went over my my top five movies which kind of became my top 20 movies um and then tv shows i did keep more suppressed i didn't let everything run wild now you've already touched on stranger things premiering july Mm -hmm. 4th so we've got that one out of the way um you did touch star trek discovery which just just premiered in the states it's not premiering over here i think until next week a week and a half Mm -hmm. it's end of january i think um so I will touch on the Punisher season two, which actually just debuted, I think, a couple nights ago. If you haven't seen the first season, just just know, again, it's, it's, it's rough. It, it's definitely real. It's raw. It's bloody. It's brutal. But I love the way they, they, they the kind of spin they put on Punisher, the character because Castle has always been kind of glamour, just glamorized, is that even a word, where, they, where they've made the way he does things seem glamorous. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone that's in his state, someone that's gone through the things he's gone through, having his family brutally murdered in front of him, he's going to be a very broken individual, and they really focus on, on the mental health kind of being broken aspect of this character, where, where I mean, it, it's kind of a, a scary picture, but really looking at it, probably the, the state that a lot of our veterans are in that have gone through some very traumatic experience, overseas uh, just in any kind of combat actually um and, and it really is a unique look and a take on it where they're not making it out to be oh i'm just gonna shoot guns and blow stuff up which is kind of how the movies were with thomas jane and and anytime you kind of see it in the comic books it, it's always it's, it's always really kind of made this like glamorous look to the, the stuff that he's doing and it's not it, it's dirty it's raw he's a broken individual and they've really kind of shown some of that and, and john bernthal as the punisher played that role amazingly well uh really really cool Um, Another one for me is is the Watchmen. Uh, It it sounds really interesting. It's kind of uh, really in this this world-building type place where uh, it's set in a time and a place where superheroes, they're not made out to be our saviors. Uh, They're actually uh, hunted as outlaws and uh right. so, so it's going to take a little different spin from the comics apparently it's told and it's going to be an hbo show as well which being on hbo it's going to be a little bit rougher again a little more raw so so really approach that one kind of tentatively whereas the the idea sounds really cool it's just kind of have to see when that one comes out what it's like okie dokie and then picard the picard star trek show Ugh. what would you ugh? Picard just, is coming back.
1: I know, but I just don't think it's gonna be necessary.
0: Oh, it's, it's Sir Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard. I love this Patrick is necessary. Stewart. This is absolutely necessary. I love Patrick Stewart as well, and that's why I'm so excited to see this. Uh still not, not a whole lot has really been talked about as far as what this will be about, other than we know it's still gonna follow the prime timeline, which is the timeline that everything was in before the timeline was changed by the events of the of the Star Trek movie that JJ Abrams did in 2009 that, that you know that that's called the Kelvin timeline because that's when uh, the, the SS Kelvin was destroyed you know James T Kirk's mm-hmm. father was on there um, but what what actually the Picard show is going to f- going to focus on is it will actually look at the events that led to the Kelvin timeline, which was uh, the black hole that ended up destroying uh, Romulus. And so when the Romulan Empire fell, it kind of that that was apparently eight or nine years after the last Picard movie. And so it's going to focus on now, uh, Picard had some strong ties to Romulus, new people there. What was th- there? There's certain things that happened there. Mm-hmm. And when the Romulan empire falls, it kind of breaks him. And so we're looking now at a character that's kind of taken this, this, this side path. I'm not sure if he's still a captain or an admiral or where he's at in Starfleet. They don't talk about that, but you're going to look at a character that, that again, they, they've kind of paid homages back to the movie and kind of kept it together, even though it's, it's in the different timeline of the movies, it focuses on the same event because that timeline would still continue. Uh, if you follow certain thoughts of, of the way physics and time travel could work, um, the multiverse type thing. And then the other timeline continues and it's, it's verse. So you've kind of pulled it all back to the same point and seen, seen where things split and where they happen. But, um, it's still Jean-Luc Picard. It's Sir Patrick Stewart. I know. I know you know. I just, I'm not as excited that one because
1: I didn't go head over heels with, with, star trek the next generation i lo- my favorite one is still first contact no doubt but it was never the one i i just preferred voyager
0: no oh, yeah i know and some people grew up with, with next with uh star trek next generation and i was one of those that really grew up watching that but i grew up with the original series See, I didn't. I didn't as much. My, my my mom loved part of the original series. I watched a few, you know, Trouble with Tribbles that one and a few of the others, but I never really saw much of the original. No, I the grew up series. watching
1: that. My I've got to thank my dad seriously because he, when he bringing us up, we watched original series and we grew to love them. You know, Land of the Giants, Lost in Space, the original Lost in Space, um, the original Star Trek. You know. Battlestar Galactica, uh, Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century. I All did of see those, some Buck Rogers in the, the original Battlestar. We, yeah. we, v, we it was we absolutely loved them, and we and we watched them weekly. We 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 adored it, and you know my love of sci fi, my love of you know the whole nerdom comes because my dad was really just loved those sort of things. And even now he still loves watching those sort of things. And I love going down there because he always has a good new movie with us. Not always ones that we enjoy. Some of them have been, you know, like, Oh, that's actually really good movie. And we really enjoyed that. And other ones it's been like, eh, not so much my thing, but you know, that's where my love of it all comes. So it's yes, super cool.
0: Yeah. And V was one of those weird TV shows, though, the lizards and human skin. And as a kid growing up watching that, that was that was a bit odd for those that, that ever maybe did see V or never saw it. It's kind of world domination by a lizard-like race that puts on human skin, kind of. And then the resistance fighting back I, to win back. Do you know, I've watched it Earth. again
1: recently, recently-ish, because you actually have the entirety of the Of the new one, of on- the, the released
0: no. I have the new one. I don't have the old original you one. You
1: do have the old original one. I don't think so. You do. You have a box
0: set of it. Okay. It's, it's not in mine. the shed. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> These things that I have that I know nothing of. Mm-hmm. All I right. do have it though. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. Now, and then the last thing that I think people need to be on the lookout for, as far as TV show wise in 2019, um, is Apple exclusive content, which people don't think about. Uh, we, we think of when we think of exclusive content that's streaming, we think of Amazon and Netflix. And we know that, that Netflix, uh, in this last, in 2018, spent $8 billion on original content. We know that Amazon has, is spending $1 billion on a single show on the Lord of the Rings. They, they bought the rights to the Lord of the Rings to do a show about it. We're not sure if it's going to be, uh, the, the main characters, but all in all, I think it was $250 million on the rights to it and $750 million on the show. So, so all these guys are spending tons and tons of money on these shows, but Apple never comes up. But yet Apple in 2018 has spent a billion dollars um, with most of these shows. Actually, I think a couple have come out, but most looking to kick off in 2019. A couple of the ones that, that looked really cool, one I think you'd appreciate is Time Bandits. They are making a TV show of Time Bandits. They have bought the cult classic from the big screen to the small screen, and there's going to be an eight-part series to start with. I have heard about this, yeah. And uh, it's going to be a 2019 release there's really nothing on it yet. Uh, most of these shows are kept under wraps, but uh, we'll be seeing it in 2019. There's one that Jason Momoa is leading called C. We talked about this once before. Uh, it'll consist of eight episodes, and Apple's calling it, again, like this world-building series, meaning that it's in a different reality from our own futuristic sci-fi that's being directed by Francis Lawrence. Do you know who that is? He did the Hunger Games. He did uh, Catching yeah, Fire yeah, and the two yeah. Mockingjay movies. Um, and so, so he has kind of a, a grasp on this dystopian type future, which again, we're not sure if that's exactly what it's going to be. Uh, there's no release date, but we're told it's 2019. Is it C as in? S-E-E. Like, C, like I'm ce oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, not, not the C or the letter C. Um, and then another one is uh, a Battlestar Galactica, a writer, Ronald D. Moore. Mm-hmm. We're seeing another sci-fi from him coming. Again, nothing is known much about it, uh, but it's deep in production <gasps> and will be, be out in the 25th century. And it Please will be, be out in 2019. Uh, and there's so Scending there's so much thoughts. more. I mean, there, there's dramas, there's comedies. Apple is, is spending big. I mean, again, Netflix is massive. We know how much they have, and they spent $8 billion. The fact that Apple spent an eighth of what they spent, which is a ton of money still, a billion dollars on this content— uh, that we should see most of in 2019 is is, is kind of just something to keep an eye on to see where Apple goes in this whole world of digital streaming and original content because everybody's trying to get their piece. Oh. And on that, Titans just debuted on Netflix. Yes. Which it was only on the DC Universe, I think it was DC's streaming platform. It just last week or this week uh, appeared on Netflix. And you you had to pay, they only released an episode a week or an episode every couple weeks. And you had to, so then subscribe for three or four months on this DC universe to actually watch the show, which they were hoping people would do.
1: And now now it's on Netflix. I think that worked.
0: Yeah, we'll see how long the the DC universe stays around um, with their streaming service. But it's now on Netflix. So if that's one that you wanted to watch but couldn't see shelling out for another streaming service, at least in the UK, um, at least in the UK, you can watch Titans on Netflix, which is Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, And that for me is like, I mean, again, there's so much more, just TV shows and movies that's coming out in 2019. Uh it's a ton, but but I think for our our debut show, I mean we, we've been to the future on this episode, we've come back, we brought the headlines from the future, we've talked about what we're excited about, we've talked about what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, and and I think that that's really good. I think we've touched on a lot and I'm tired. 2019 has worn me out already. We are not even two weeks in.
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm tired. Not that I'm tired of 2019. I'm just tired. I need a nap. You
1: slept long enough today as it is.
0: (sighs) Yes, but we should take more naps. See, see, you know what? In in preschool, they've got it right. They give kids a nap in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah, in American preschools, not in British preschools. We learn. That's why we're educated. That's why we sound like this. That's why you sound like this. Yes, because we
0: have education. Most major companies now are offering their employees like nap pods because they understand that productivity comes from being well-rested. Go to Google, Intel, eBay, Microsoft. they got sleeping rooms. You can go sleep. I want to go sleep in the middle of the day and have it not be... Then don't stay up to the middle of the right. night playing Destiny. I'm not. We're staying up to the middle of the night recording a podcast. It is now after midnight. But, guys, we, we love you. Of course, we, we do this because we, we, we love it. <laughs> um, and, and we hope you have a great time with it as well. Um, but, but, again... Welcome to 2019. We're glad you guys are, are joining us on this journey. We're going to be try to be posting a uh, episode every two weeks, I think is kind of our schedule we're trying to do. Um, if you want to get back into the weekly, don't look at me like that. We'll try to get back into the weekly, but I think for right now, we're going to be on an every two week type schedule. And just have a great time with it, though. Trash Panda, put those eyes away. Stop I don't want at me to. at
1: I can't put my eyes away. They're stuck in my head.
0: All right, we'll look the other way and give that expression to Marvin over there. No. Marvin. He's
1: depressed enough as it Hitchhiker's is. Hitchhiker's
0: Guide to the Galaxy.
1: Leave Marvin All alone.
0: Right. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say? Any words of wisdom? Don't be a penguin. Don't be a penguin. Don't be a jerk. Don't eat Tide Pods. That was just a dumb 2018 <laughs> fad. Uh, just don't forget to and be awesome. And don't do the bird box challenge. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. Can teens be dumb? I'm sorry. Teens be dumb. If you haven't heard of the it's Bird Box Challenge... Teams. It's teens. Teens. Adults. I know. Mostly teens, though. The, the, the Bird Box Challenge, the movie, was about being blindfolded the entire movie, not seeing what's happening. So, um, teens have started this challenge where they go blindfolded and jump from rooftop to rooftop or from thing to thing and try to do these tasks completely blindfolded. Just, just, just no... Don't forget to be awesome and being awesome is not being dumb and bird box challenge is dumb so don't forget to be awesome have a great day from trash panda and the dad pool at the geek underground be unique and bye the geek underground will return next week but until then don't forget to be awesome The Geek Underground will return next week, but until then, don't forget to be awesome.